Welcome to All The Things Podcast. I am Regina Lawrence, your host. I am a lawyer turned soulful business and life strategist and a transformational mindset coach. I'm also the founder of the community, All The Things Business. I have created a community of women who can truly be all of the things. Successful, spiritual, sexual, and wildly unique all while creating a life of purpose and passion according to our own rules. We don't have to look or be the person that society dictates or demands for us to be anymore. We don't have to play by somebody else's rules. We can truly be whoever we want and that person can be all of the things. Welcome to my podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to All The Things Podcast. I am Regina Lawrence, your host, and I am on a tear. (laughs) It's actually Saturday night. We are still in the midst of the coronavirus lockdown. It is April 11th. It's almost midnight, and I wanted to hop on and just talk about something quickly that has been coming up a lot lately. And it comes up in life, it comes up in business, and I thought, what a better time to rant and chat about it than to hop on the podcast and share my thoughts. And this is something that I'm trying to do more of and get in the habit of because I think there's lots of things we want to talk about and we want to hear about and we want to discuss. And I know that I'm having these random conversations with people, and I would love to have these conversations with all of you. So I'm currently sitting on my couch. I just made the most delicious cauliflower rice risotto. It was so fucking good. Yes, I made it at 1130 at night. I was hungry. And uh, yeah, so I just did that and I decided to sit down on the couch. I literally have my mic in my lap and my laptop on the sofa next to me. And I want to talk about tonight how we put ourselves in boxes and then when we put ourselves in boxes we are unable to do things outside of the box especially in business so something I encounter a lot is people who say I am creative I am an artist therefore I am not organized I am not structured I am not systematic or the opposite I find people who are like, I'm really structured and system oriented, but I'm not creative. Or I'll meet people who are like, I'm very in my masculine energy and it's hard for me to get into my feminine or vice versa. Okay, this is the issue that I have. When we start to say, I am something, we take on the entire identity of that. We take on the entire identity of like, I am a creative, Therefore, I cannot be these other things that typically come from the other side of the brain. And I think it's bullshit. I think it's a cop-out and I think it's an excuse. And I think it applies to both sides of the argument. I think it applies to the creative. I think it applies to the left brain system strategies human being. And I say that because I am all of the things. I am pretty decently creative and artistic and I'm pretty fucking organized and have things type A Virgo Enneagram 3 style you know what I mean and I started to think about it in the context of myself but I also started to think about it in the context of other successful entrepreneurs who 
I have met, spent time with, collaborated with, and the people who I find who are the most successful, they don't typecast themselves as one thing or the other. We might have a proclivity towards one thing or the other. We might have a proclivity or certain skills that are stronger in one area or the other for sure. But I think, and this is not like studied like deeply, but this is in my observation of clients and people that I work with, and I would bet on this, that, you know, we are often saying that we are one thing as an avoidant tactic to avoidant tactic. I feel like that's right. (laughs) Um, To not do other things. And so what if we stopped typecasting ourselves as a thing and tried to embrace all of the other things? For example, if you're a systems strategy type of person, us. Certain things might be harder based on our predisposition, right? Like if you're an artistic creative person, you might not be predisposed to think systematically, to be organized, but you can learn how to do it. Just like if you're more of an analytical strategic person, you can learn how to draw. You can learn what colors go well with one another in your branding. We can learn these things, right? And so the reason why I wanna talk about this is because I am so often meeting people who are severely limiting themselves because they're saying, I can't do that, therefore I'm not going to do it, therefore my life and business is struggling. And I think it's bullshit, it's a cop out. We have brains and we have the ability obviously we have brains <laughs> we have we have a mind that is able to learn and to change and to mold and to grow truly and it's it's our obligation to do that especially if you're a new business owner if you're a brand new entrepreneur and you're building a business, we start as a one-man show. I started as a one-woman show. I'm still a one-woman show. I'm in the process of hiring people to help me, but I have had to learn how to do so many different things. I am a little bit creative. I tend to be more system-oriented, structured, analytical person, but I also can be creative when I need to be. I can tap into that part of myself. And when I started my business, I did it all. I was a gra- I'm a graphic designer. I'm a copywriter. I create systems and structures to say organized. Like I've had to learn how to do all the things. Have I loved every step of it? No. Will I hire out people to do different things? Yes. Do I recommend that we hire out people who whose strengths match our weaknesses? Absolutely. 
But even if we're hiring out for some of our weaknesses, I think to say that you can't do something is just a fucking cop out. It's a cop out. People are going to disagree. I can imagine some of my creative friends that are going to listen to this and they're going to tell me to fuck off. I can imagine some of my super analytical strategic friends who are going to tell me to fuck off. And I'm not saying that you have to become Picasso if you are an analytical lawyer or you have that brain. And I'm not saying that you need to become fucking Albert Einstein if you are Picasso. I'm not saying that, right? But what I'm saying is we have the ability to, to do both things, to do all the things. And whenever we start to say, I am X, I am Y, we limit ourselves so intensely. We limit ourselves by really diving in and saying, I'm a Virgo, I'm an Enneagram 3, I'm compulsive. Like whenever we say I am something, we take on those tendencies. Do I have a lot of the stereotypical qualities that a Virgo and an Enneagram 3 has? Yes. I'm organized. I like things in a certain way. I like to take control. I'm a cruise director when it comes to my friends. I like to plan things. I like to run the show. I'm a high achiever. All of those go into the categories of a Virgo and an Enneagram 3. But I'm also a lot of other things that might fall into other zodiac signs or other Enneagram numbers, right? Like we are not just one thing. I'm not just an analytical lawyer who has no creative abilities. I'm an innovator and I have a creative mind and I embrace all of those things. And the things that have been really hard for me to learn and to do in this life and in this business, I've started to lean into them because I'm like, okay, it's hard and the ego doesn't like things that are hard. And that was the thing that came to me as I was really feeling into this topic. The ego doesn't like to learn and to do new shit that's hard. I think about even in my life and my business when there's something new to do that's not it's it's not coming easy. I think about law school and like just the ego and the resistance of going into something. Law school was really hard for me. I don't know how I made it through. And so much of it was my ego was struggled with not being able to grasp concepts immediately and having to work at things and having to take time to understand things. But because I persisted, I was able to learn and to understand and to get a grasp on things. The same applies to our businesses. Like, And just a note on hiring out, this is just a side comment. I do believe that when you have a weakness, you should hire it out to somebody who has it as a strength because you're going to spend so much time doing something that you don't love to do. However, if you don't know how to do something at all, I don't believe that you should hire it out until you have a sense of what it is, how you want it, and like who would be the best person for that. I don't think, for example, and people might disagree, I don't really care. This is how I look at it. And I look at it this way from experience. For example, if you're going to hire somebody to run Facebook ads for your business, please have a baseline understanding. Watch a couple YouTube videos and understand how Facebook ads are run. That way, you can have an intelligent conversation with the person running the ads for you. And that applies to everything in your business. If you don't have an idea of how it should be run or how to communicate with somebody about it, then 
Ugh, I have a cat trying to get on my fucking computer. Get out of here. I'm recording a podcast, Margo. Don't be rude. <laughs> if you don't have an idea about how something is to be done or the process, you can't have any communication with your people about it. The same goes for my creative friends out there who struggle with systems and structures. A lot of my friends have told me that because they struggle with systems and structures, out of the gate, they've tried to hire an assistant to help them. If you don't have a system or a structure in place, you don't have something to put an assistant into or to teach an assistant, okay? This is something that I've actually started to do in my business is I work with business owners and I help them create, in addition to like my regular business coaching, my soulful strategy coaching, I work with business owners and I help them create systems and structures in their business. And then if they want to hire an assistant, we can teach the assistant what I helped them create right? Because a lot of them are creatives. It's not intuitive for them. So I help them. I work in tandem with them and we create systems and structures together and then we teach it to an assistant. So my whole point on this side rant is, no, you don't need to know how to do every fucking thing like a pro in your business, but you should have some idea of what goes into it. It it helps to be able to have expectations of people. It, for me, it helps to even understand like, oh my gosh, doing this graphic design work takes me so long. Like it takes me six hours to do something. So if I hire somebody and they do a great job and it takes them two hours of billable time, that has saved me four hours that I could have been working even longer on this dumb fucking design thing that I'm not that great at, right? So just something to think about. Um, Yeah, I mean, that's really all I wanted to say. This was popping in so strongly for me. And I hate, I hate when we limit ourselves. I hate, and I say this because I hate when I limit myself. This is coming from a place of like, this is coming from such a personal place because there have been so many times in my life where I've tried to put myself in a box and I've tried to say, you can't do that. You don't know how to do that. You're not the person that can do that. And it's bullshit. And a lot of it is just bullshit stories that have come from past early life conditioning, maybe even past life conditioning and lifetimes before. You know, a lot of my limiting beliefs about me as a woman and a business owner and an intellectual and a teacher and a coach and all the things, any limiting beliefs I had, like I've had to overcome them. And a huge part of that is how we talk to ourselves about the skills that we have or don't have or want to acquire or don't think that we can acquire. And so this comes from a really deep place of going through this myself. Before I went to law school, I thought I could never go to law school. I don't have the brain for it. Because before that in life, I was a classically trained pianist. I studied art. I was a literature and philosophy major. And I thought I was just this right-brained girl. I didn't think I was analytical enough. I didn't think I had the brain power to do it. I didn't think that I was smart enough. And after growing up being very artistic um, and, and tending to go towards that right side of the brain and then going to law school, having it be so hard, learning and growing and developing my brain in the way that I did, I realized, oh shit, we can actually teach ourselves and we can actually retrain our brain in so many different ways. So 
I hope that this helps. This is something I think about a lot. This is something I encounter a lot with my clients and with my friends and with people in the world. And I never want us to limit our own successes because we're saying we can't do something and it's just not fucking true. You know what I mean? So with that, I send you all a lot of love tonight. I know that this is a really fucking weird moment in time. And I don't even know if you're going to hear this podcast during the great COVID isolation period of 2020 because iTunes is taking fucking forever to approve this podcast for iTunes. But I digress. Um, This is a weird moment in time and we're all feeling it. And some days we're feeling really good. I know for me, some days I'm feeling high and great and happy and peaceful. And other days I'm like, what movie am I in? And when is it going to end? Because this is bullshit. So I feel you. I love you. If there's anything you want to hear me talk about on this podcast, if I can help or contribute to your life in any way, I'm here for you. I'm just a slide in my DMs message away. So with that, I love you all. I hope you're all having a beautiful night. And I will talk to you soon.